All right, thank you for joining the FCC podcast network where a single podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome i have an nba securities licenses clients net worth 50 million and above and what we're doing in this podcast right, right. one of the Thank purposes the FCC is that network purpose and outcome right so the purpose is the fact that you never stop learning in life because life never stops teaching. You always got to be learning and growing what the right answers were 10 years ago, five years ago, are not uh, what might work today. Now, what makes us different from communism and the fight that's going on with the Ukraine and Russia is that Russia and China believe that capitalism usually will fail because people are over competitive, right? They're going to fight each other to the death and not be able to collaborate. I think different. So to that end, Byron is helping me every month. And what we do is he's a business coach. I've ran three businesses. Uh, I had a restaurant in Pinellas Park, Florida that I uh, invested $6,000 and sold it for $800,000 six years later and had a lot of fun on the way. So we're sharing that knowledge. The difference between us and a lot of folks is that they're not sharing freely what we've learned. Uh, Byron and I have 105 combined years of living <laughs> in high rent areas in Southern California. So thank you, Byron, for this journey. Uh, and helping me learn, and as we help each other learn, we met 10 years ago, 10 years plus, and here we are uh, collaborating. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Josh. It's always it's always fun to connect with you and uh, look forward to what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, and what are we going to be talking about today? I'd be interested to see uh, your thoughts on a big mistake, right, a big problem people have which is regrets, having regrets. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's a combination of a couple of things. It's, it's, 
it's, I think in our culture, we do not have a very good relationship with the idea of regret. Right. Which means that I don't think we do a very good job in our culture of, of making mistakes or failing. I mean, I think we've all heard of like how many times we're failing, right? I never use certain words I never use with clients, uh, trying and failing, right? Because for me, let me know what you think, Byron. You have only failed when you haven't tracked, quantified what's happened, and then at least made an attempt to learn from and learn from. If you that's when you fail, if you haven't learned from it or, or realized that it was a negative defense. So I don't, you know, I don't believe in failure. How many times did Thomas Edison, um, because he, because the, the optimal result he wanted. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it was, he, he, he had, I mean, he, he had a whole system because right. it was, it wasn't just him. He had an entire company. He had dozens, if not hundreds of people that helped him iterate you know, one thing after the next. So with all the inventions that Thomas Edison was credited to inventing, it was really a process. And the, the iterative process is really about embracing, just moving on. Um, you don't, don't regret the fact that it didn't work. Let's just move on. Let's, let's just go on, go on to the next, next iteration. Right. Guilt and regret. Uh, I always say guilt is a useless emotion, right? Because it doesn't get anywhere. Regret, the, the same. Now, when you regret something, now life has taught me, let me know your thoughts, Brian, that did you have enough information, right, before you made whatever decision it was, whatever you're regretting uh, that you did or you decided to do did you have all the information? And if you didn't, right? Another thing that I've eliminated from my life is blame. Hmm. Don't blame anybody for anything. Great book. I'll have a link in the episode notes. Erronia Zones by William Dyer. And one of the errors he made, you know, he was a therapist and people came into therapy, recurring errors he saw was people blaming others for XYZ. Don't blame anyone for anything, right? Don't blame Putin for invading the Ukraine. If you're Ukraine, have a strong army to kill 22,000 Russian soldiers. Be prepared. Like Zelensky said, hey, uh, don't be scared that Putin has a nuclear bomb. Be prepared for the fact that Putin has a, a nuclear bomb, right? If you can, right? And if you can't, don't regret it. <laughs> now, let me know your thoughts, Brian. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think, I think the situation you did have, right? So let's say you did have all the information, right? Now, the first question is people who didn't have all the information and they tracked it and they improved from it. The second part of it is you did have the information and you intentionally did something wrong to harm yourself. Now, I'm not a therapist, Anna is, but Anna says that all self-harm, self-sabotage comes from depression. So if you have something you regret that you intentionally did, 
did wrong on purpose to sabotage yourself, that the step you take is to dig into the roots of your depression. What do you think, Ryan? Those yeah, I think parts. I think when we when we don't allow ourselves to make adjustments and when we feel like we have to have kind of like this this fixed nature in our in our the way we see the world where we're kind of we kind of paint ourselves into a corner so to speak that is when i think it becomes very uh literal very um brittle right and and when we have a that brittle kind of fixed mindset when when things don't work out the way that we thought they should right we can feel very disappointed we can feel very you know destroyed and then to what your wife is is, is alluding to when we feel that anger and a disappointment and that anger and disappointment turns inward then we can get depressed and that starts to the other way around it's it's the thought then the feeling right so yeah Anger is a feeling and emotion. First is a thought. So the thought is a depressing thought that leads to anger, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever. And there's no judgment involved because we don't know. You know, we don't know the horrible things that happen to people. They're, they're, so we're not judging. What we're saying is the process that, that your mind goes through as far as really getting down to the roots right of what you're as what what you are regretting in my opinion let me know what you think i would eliminate regret from your vocabulary and i and i would eliminate feeling guilty and regretting something because just the thought that you feel guilty or regret makes you a lot better than the putin's in the world he doesn't regret anything he doesn't feel guilty so this <laughs> goodness in you because you are actually thinking about regretting something or feeling guilty so just eliminate it and i i suggest right especially for people with high blood pressure get clinical about it right and say did i have all the information necessary at that point in time to make a good decision and if the answer is no then let it go track it quantify it and like it says in the Bible, Jesus said, go and sin no more. Don't do it again. Now, if you're doing something intentional, you'll get down to the depths of your depression. And I'll give you a solution for depression, too, after we hear from Byron. What do you, what, what do you think about that slice of information? Well, I, I, I think using Putin as an example is extreme because I don't think, I mean, if he is a sociopath, he's not going to feel regret. But I think that, like that we have a lot of bosses like that. We have a lot of city council members like that, mayors like that. We have here in North County, we have a DA that's like that. I think Putin is an extreme because he's in a high position. But we in our lives have family members that are like that, right? The Foucault, right? There's 16 personality types. And one of them is Putin. And that 16, depending how you get around, there's usually one person currently, and there's definitely one person like that in your life. Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I think that I think the idea of of leveraging le leveraging regret, I think I think the idea of eliminating eliminating it completely in some ways 
demonizes regret and makes it worse than it is. I think as a human being, regret is a normal emotion. And I think that when we have those feelings, the only, the only point I'm trying to make is, and I, and I think, I think you, think you and I can just, we're seeing this from different, two different perspectives right. is I think that as an emotion, it's like, it's like you and I both live close to the ocean, right? We don't live on the water we live close. I probably live literally probably like maybe seven miles from the ocean, but here's my point. When my, my children were little, they all love, they all love going to the ocean. They all love going to the beach, but all of them, even when they were, um, when they were, when they're real, really little, I'm talking about, you know, with, they're just learning how to swim or they've just learned how to swim, swim in the pool. Right. And I also wanted to teach them how to swim in the ocean. Right. Any human being who first encounters a wave, it is unsettling to, to, to feel the wave move through, you know, kind of go over you and they literally it'll pick you up. And when you lose touch with the bottom, you kind of freak out. You kind of have this little bit of a panic attack. And that's the emotion. And I think emotions are like waves. And I think when you have regret, it's okay to have the feeling. So, you, so all of a sudden, here comes the wave. And all of a sudden, you have a wave of regret. It picks you up. And all I'm saying is, is, that, is that allow the emotion to move through you. Allow it to pick you up. It's going to set you back down. Right and learn from it right and 80 percent of the people in jail are because of unresolved emotions but uh there's a good person who gives books the bible right anger rest in the bulls of us so it's not that you don't feel angry it's not that you don't feel the wave right uh if you're panicking you feel uncomfortable after the wave don't sit there and wait for another wave to come up. Go ahead and get out of the water. It's a point I'm making. And the point the Bible makes is letting those emotions rest. Once you feel regret, great. Feel it. Track it. Quantify it. Work it all through. Then say goodbye. Okay, gone. Get out of here. I'll give you a specific example. We call it CBT. Cognitive Behavioral uh, therapy that I'm not qualified to do, Anna is, but like a band-aid, we can do the basics, right? Yeah. And, and, and this is, and we'll use your analogy, right? Uh, your kids. So you go triggering event. Wave. Right. Key thoughts and beliefs. What do you believe? Right. Two people have helped kick a cocaine habit. I guess it's hard to see there. Um, it is hard to see. Yeah, I'll get another pen, but uh, what? Well, let's stick with your with your analogy. So with with a, the triggering event right and the wave picks up picks the person up right so they lose touch with the ground they freak right. out right so when they freak out they that triggers a a thought and that also it's also connected to a belief and right. when and if someone is in the in the case of the illustration i was using with my kids i was with them right i i never let them feel like they were 
by themselves. Right. So there, the, the thought was, oh no, here, here comes the wave. Oh no, I, my, my feet are no longer touching the ground. Right. I, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling afraid. Right. So then I would tell them, I'm with you. I've got their hand. Right. So th their belief was, oh, oh, daddy's with me. Daddy's not going to, is not going to let go of me. And, right. and sometimes, I mean, especially my son, he would turn and he would like, cling on to me even harder. I mean, he would let, he would, he would grab his other hand. I mean, he would use his other hand to grab me because he was so, so, uh, so terrified. I, the point I'm trying to try to make is, is I like what you said. If, if you're experiencing those emotions and you're experiencing the regret, then get out of the water. And, and it's important to, to go through the proper process, right? Yeah. So you better not wave. Yeah, I do. I see it's much clearer now. Thank you. All right. So you, key thoughts and beliefs. So you went through it, right? Uh, you were taking care of your kids, right? Yeah. You weren't being irresponsible. Right. Uh, your kids freaked out. Right. Your kids freaked out. Uh, more thoughts. And this, it gets to... Folks that they want to write a diary, right? And get uh, motivated to write a diary. The key thoughts and beliefs are great, right? It was 70 degrees in San Diego. These were the waves. I checked the waves before I went there. I brought my kids. These are my, you know, names, that are what's going on. Kid freaked out, right? So key thoughts and beliefs. So your beliefs were that or are that it was gonna be a very good experience to increase uh, the swimming proficiency of your kids going to the ocean, right? So that's part of the key thoughts and beliefs. Uh, what else happened, right? Uh, and what's important is not to keep, skip steps, right? And remember, this is CBT, this is a tool to help with your depression and if it's deeper, you go to a therapist. But this is a good band-aid, right? This is a good mental health first aid kit. So first step is a triggering event, right? Kids freaking out of the waves. Key thoughts and beliefs, right? You're helping their swimming proficiency. You were holding their hand. You made sure your kids were safe, right? Right? You made sure kids were safe. This is a spot I used to skip was number three, right? I used to skip feelings, hmm. right? Emotions. I used to skip three and go straight to four because I'm generally a positive guy. I'm like, okay, I learned from kids freaking out at the ocean and I'm going to make this, these adjustments, right? Which we call number four, positive conclusion. I used to skip that. So what were the feelings involved here? And a feeling of, of, you know, being overwhelmed or overcome by the right. emotion, feeling out of control, feeling right. afraid of, you know, drowning, afraid right. of, um, you feel like an irresponsible parent taking, no, no, I, in that, in that situation, no, I didn't feel irresponsible right. because, right. because I, I, I knew, I knew what was going to happen. Right. What about your kids? What are kids feeling? Well, yeah, I think the the kids felt terrified because in the in the water where we were, you couldn't see the bottom. 
it, it was either frothy it was it was it wasn't uh clear enough to see you know it's straight to the bottom and they'd never they'd never done that before so it was all right. new but they trusted me and they allowed me to navigate but to your point on step three of the of of the processing the emotion the feeling like you i used to skip that step as well and i learned a long time ago that that step it you can't skip to go to going from step two to four, you have to work through how you feel about that because the feelings, you can't ignore them because if you, you ignore them. And once you get good about your feelings, right? You start getting good about the people around your kids. How do your kids feel in that situation? Your wife, what story did you tell your wife? What story did your kids tell your wife? What was your wife feeling when she heard the story, right? Right. And later on in life, do your kids have PTSD about the ocean because they have <laughs> with the waves? Right? Yeah. And yeah. You right. Was complicated is two or more things. So this is complicated and not taught in schools. You turn it through life, life experience. Right. Go through this experience, right? You learn from it, right? That's a huge process. That's an amazing process we went through. Key thoughts, beliefs, right? What you believed at the time, what you believe now, what your kids believe, the story you told your wife, all that goes into feelings. And one final thought about feelings, and let you uh, interested to know what you think. Sometimes feelings is not a word. Sometimes you feel ah, ah, ah. that's how you feel. <laughs> right, right. But it's important to track them, to write, to I put, you know, and we used to see in cartoons, right? Uh, a bunch of symbols, you know, to just, <laughs> And you write that in your notes, in your diary, or whatever, as you flush things out. So you don't have all these unresolved feelings and emotions inside. And better yet, which is a good part of just doing your self-therapy before you go to a professional or whatever, is defining it. Sometimes we'd be like, oh, I feel regret. That's what I feel. So I'm going to flush it out, process it, right? But don't let it rest. Let mm. it be anger rest in the bosom of the floor. Not bad to feel anger, right? What's bad is to let it rest and simmer and let regret stay there. Get out of here. Guilt, get out of here after a process. Well, yeah, after you process it. I, th I think, and that's, that's what you're saying earlier about when Jesus said, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Right. After you've processed it, you know, right. but don't ignore it. Don't stuff it. Doesn't mean not to process. That's right. Process regret. Oh, okay. Well, but the problem is doing it again. Go and sin no more. And what right. is sin? What's the definition of sin, right? Definition of sin, in my opinion, right? My dad's a minister. My niece is a theologian. Uh, my mom, very, you know, very insightful into the Bible. So after all these years, my definition, how I view sin to be not necessarily in a religious context, but in a business and life context. When my definition of sin is repeatedly, intentionally doing what you know to be wrong. Hmm. <laughs> you're, you have intent and you're repeating it. You're not learning from it. You're not learning from your mistake. If it is a mistake, you know it's bad. Your definition is bad, not mine, society, whatever. You know it's wrong, and you're intentionally 
repeatedly doing it. Even worse, right? You're talking about psychopaths like Putin planning to do it. Hmm. Concupiscence, right? In the Bible, Jesus was way against concupiscence, right? Because it's planning. Not people get this wrong in the Bible. It's not nothing wrong with lusting after your neighbor's wife. What's wrong is concupiscence, planning to have sex with your neighbor's wife, and plotting for it. That's where the problem. You have to feel it because you're human. You feel all these emotions, and lust is one of them. You have to feel them: regret, lust, guilt. Feel all of them, but don't act upon it. And even worse, creating a platform. Hmm. Yeah, that makes me think of um, you know the story of King David when he wasn't out in the field as the general of the army. He was back back at home. And he saw someone bathing outside, right. which led to, you know, you know, ultimately the, the destruction and the, and the dividing of the kingdom because of that. Like you said, he eventually. That, he the guy to the front lines, right? That, yeah. Well, eventually he, he, that, hey, he started to plan. They love him at the Kremlin. Let me send him to the front lines of the Ukraine to try to take Kiev when I know they're strong to get this general killed. Boom. Got rid of a rival. That's what King David did. That's right. Well, I think this, I think when you think about this message, we're talking about how it applies to your everyday business people, your everyday, you know, you know, the people that, that watch your podcast. I think that emotions are undeniable. We all have emotions. And I think that it's important to have maybe a, a strategy, a plan of how you can process and articulate emotions. Right. And I, and I think that's really what we talked about is the idea of let's not ignore them. Let's also not let them rule our life because their emotions are horrible masters. Uh, we don't want to, we don't want to allow emotions to, to make, to make our life or to, or to run our life. We need to run our life. Um, and especially but, if you're a professional running a company, you need a process for your thoughts and your emotions, right? That's this, right. And it's cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Uh, triggering that's upside, that's upside down. Thoughts and, key thoughts and beliefs, right? Thank you. Key thoughts and beliefs. Triggering that. Key thoughts and beliefs, right? The people that I got off cocaine, not I. The, just a thought that came to me is, hey, first let's start with, you believe in cocaine, but I guess that's what you believe in because that's what you're doing. To know and not to do is not to know, all right? Hmm. So what is it that you believe that, that drove your actions, right? And then what are the feelings involved? And sometimes we do not want to go there, right? The feeling of when your mom died, the feeling when you got raped, the feeling when you got screwed over. You don't want to go there. You have to confront them. You can't ignore them. You can't let them be buried inside you, right? 80% of people in jail are for unresolved emotions, but then have a positive conclusion. Yeah, I like that. I, mean, I, I think the positive conclusion on a card and I keep them for 21 days until I internalize positive conclusion. But it's different for anyone. But have a, you don't have to have that process, but you do have to have a process for it i love it i mean uh, to me it, this is just um it's obvious that that living life it takes work it takes it takes some effort it takes some intentionality 
Right. And when, and yeah. when you do that, um, you grow a little bit. You grow a little bit every day. If you want to, right? If you want to. If you want to. But getting back to regret, right? Uh, the solution I have, let me know what you think, uh, Byron, and we'll get your final thoughts. The solution for me is, did you have enough? It goes back to decision science, right? That I use that Fortune 500 companies use to make business decisions. First part of it is common sense. Did you have enough information at the time to make the decision you made? If the answer is no, then forget about it. Don't feel bad about it, all right? Uh, figure out what information you didn't know. And the sin part of it is if you do it again with the information you have now, that's the problem. Let, let the regret go. Now, number two, if you had all the information and you intentionally did self-harm to you yourself and those people around you you loved, then my suggestion is that you get to the root of what is depressing you, the thought that's depressing you that caused you, influenced you to self-sabotage and have a process to get out of that situation. What do you think, Brian? I like it. I mean, I, I, I can totally accept that. I think that, you know, making sure you have enough information <clears throat> and if you, if you don't have enough information, you get more information. Right. You, get, you need to have a process. Information age. <laughs> yeah. You need to have a process to deal with, with the regret. The regret in and of itself is like any other emotion. Right. Um, you don't want to ignore it. You also don't want to allow it to, to rule your life. And, exactly. and like you said, you want to have a positive outcome. You want to get to the point where um, you're moving on. You're moving on from your regret. But I think that you don't want to allow your regret because regret can be very powerful to keep you to keep you stuck where you are. Right. Um, and I think that that's really the big message is that regret is universal. It is. It can be very powerful, but don't allow regret to to. It's like I think you'll go back to the surf the surf analogy. Not surfing, but the surf when the right. waves come in. There are some days where the waves come in so frequently, all you have is like this gigantic area of just a bunch of whitewash. Right. And think about someone just tumbling in that whitewash. That's not productive at all. That they're just constantly feeling those feelings of regret, remorse, you know, shame, all that. And that becomes a place where they, if they can't get up um, and they feel perpetually stuck there, that's almost like a living hell. Right. Shame, get it out, blame, mm -hmm. you know, feel it, process it, quantify it, and let it go. Always close to Winston Churchill. It's amazing how many times Winston Churchill comes up <laughs> during the week. If you're a British lit major like myself, but all the information we give you, purpose outcome. The outcome is you get information that you can use to make money and to make your life and the people's lives around you better. You get it for free. Why? Because Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for the SBC Podcast Network. That's why this one goes cost $800 and that